Welcome to Kid Reads. I'm your host, Tara. Today we'll be reading Simi St. James, Superhero, written by Tara DeZeo and illustrated by Heidi Cheyenne. Simi St. James was not like the other girls in first grade. She loves three things, superheroes, sports, and wearing baseball caps. The kids at school didn't understand why she didn't want to wear the same clothes or play the same games that the other girls in her class played. Simi felt lonely. But her favorite day of the year was almost here. Halloween! Simi loved Halloween because everyone looked different and wore whatever they wanted. Simi also loved Halloween because her school had an apple dunking contest every year, and Simi wanted to be the first girl and the first first grader to win the contest. The day that Halloween arrived, Simi felt nervous because she would have to compete on stage in front of the whole school. She also felt brave because she got to wear her most favorite thing in the world, her superhero costume. Simi climbed on stage, and with the whole school watching her, she started to plunge her head deep into the barrel of water to grab an apple in her mouth. Simi was disappointed that she came in second place. But just as she was coming off stage, a girl she had never met before came up to Simi to say hi. Her name was Lucy, and she loved superheroes, too. Simi lost the contest, but she won something even better, a new friend. This next story is called Adventures of a Kite by Harriet Myrtle. One night when Mary, her mama, and Willie, her little brother, had taken all their seats near the window and her story was about to start, Mary asked her mama to instead tell them the story of when she was young and her mom and uncle had gone out to fly their new kite. Her mama said she would, and after thinking for a few minutes to remember, she started. One fine, breezy morning in October, my brother James ran up to our house where all of the neighborhood kids were playing. His eyes were looking so bright and his cheeks were red from running in the fresh air, and he was very out of breath. What's the matter, James? We all cried out. What a red face you've got. My nose is so cold, he said. I ran here as fast as I could. There's such a beautiful breeze for a kite. Come with me and let's fly the kite up high in the blue sky. We all jumped up and started to run into the meadows, running nearly all the way, and my brother James talking the whole way about the wonderful things that the kite could do. We arrived in a large grassy meadow, sloping down to a low hedge. Beyond the hedge was a very large field, and beyond that field was another even larger field, which had some high trees at the farthest end. And at the top of the meadow, near where we stood, there was also a high tree, and at the foot of it we laid down the kite. Oh, James, do you think we'll be able to make the kite fly as high as the tree we're under? As high, said James, six times as high at the very least. He now carefully unfolded the tail from the body of the kite, being very particular not to undo all of the tangles near the tail. 
but he brought it out perfectly. One end of the ball of string was now attached to the body of the kite. He then raised it up with, with the right hand, holding out the tail in the left, and in this way walked back and forth, turning his head to look in the direction of the wind. Suddenly he dropped the tail on the ground and lifting up the kite with his right hand in the air as high as he possibly could, off he ran down the meadow. He finished by throwing the kite up, continuing to run with the string in his hand, allowing it to slip through his fingers as the kite rose. The breeze caught the kite and up it went perfectly. It continued to rise up quickly and we ran back and forth underneath, cheering the whole time. Mama continued, Now remember, this kite was very large, and the story I told you, it was as tall as James himself, and of course much wider. This made the kite extremely strong. So we all sat down on the grass to hold the string, which James said was necessary. As the kite struggled and pulled us so hard, it was now up as high as the string would let it go. But the wind seemed to be increasing, and James said he started to wonder if he should bring the kite down, afraid that the kite would sweep us away. We started to bring down the kite, slowly, winding the string as slowly as it came down. But before the kite was halfway down, a strong wind suddenly caught it sideways, and the kite made a long sweep downwards and swooped. We all jumped from the grass. Help me to hold it, cried James. And again the wind came. Again the kite made a sweep down and rose up, then made a quick motion to the right and a dance to the left, then dipped down, but suddenly rose up with a sharp jerk. We all held the kite string as hard as we could and tried to pull down the kite, but it was impossible, for instead of bringing it down, we were all three dragged along the meadow slope, crying out, Somebody come help us! Somebody come help us! But nobody else was near. The kite was pulling us along and the string cutting our hands and running through our fingers like fire, till at last we finally let it go, and being unable to get out of the way, we were knocked down. Being so unable to roll myself out of the way, my brother James fell over me and was dragged, struggling and hallooing down the meadow slope. He was determined, however, not to let the kite go. Nothing can make him lose the string. But before he had gotten to the bottom of the slope, the string of the kite broke, and about halfway down, up sprang the kite again towards the sky, flying over the meadow towards the great field beyond. We ran as fast as we could, staring up and panting and not knowing what to do. The kite continued to fly all over the great field and then made a pitch downwards and several tosses upwards towards the sky again. And it flew straight over the second great field and in the direction of the high trees, Oh, those trees, cried James, is flying towards the trees. He was right, and the kite did fly directly towards the trees, as James said it would. Just as it arrived nearly over those trees, it made a great dip downward into the tree branches. James took off his jacket and immediately began to climb up the tree. In less than 20 minutes, he was able to bring down the kite with only a few small rips in it and the loss of one wing, all of which he said he could easily fix. We all walked home exhausted from our exciting adventure and ready to do it all again tomorrow. The end.